The Final Furlong Podcast is brought to you in association with AtTheRaces.com, the ultimate resource for racing fans. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas and welcome along to the now legendary Final Furlong Podcast Christmas Quiz. I'm Emma Kennedy, alongside my good friend Kevin Blake. Hello! And my good friend Vanessa Ryle. Hello! And we are all feeling very festive as we get ready for the final Furlong podcast, Racing Christmas Quiz. The only problem with this is that Kevin Blake has already seen the answers to the questions, which means he can't take part. So Vanessa and I have been stitched up and we're the ones who have to answer the questions. I'm not impressed with you, Blake, but explain this because you're going to be the Quizmaster General. Well, what has happened here is for the last two years, I've come up with the questions and I've stumped the nation uh, with their difficulty. And this year I said I was too lazy and didn't have time to come up with the questions but we have a saviour because regular listeners of the last two quizzes will remember that on both occasions Adam Webb loyal listener has absolutely cleaned up he's got the highest score in the last two quizzes you yep. thought he was lying but I did it, not but it turns I out did not. but it turns out he's I, very good at quizzes you said he was lying I said he's a man of integrity by the way Adam you're an absolute legend for doing this but I might hate you by the end of it it depends on how these questions go so Adam has volunteered to, to put the questions together we thank him very much for those and it's wonderful because we don't have any responsibility so if any of these answers turn out to be wrong you, you tweet, tweet Adam Webb hashtag blame Adam and away, hashtag blame Adam and away we go yeah. so, hashtag Adam Adam ruins everything. So we're not going to mess about here. We have 30 questions. 10 easy, 10 medium, 10 hard. I'm going in that order. So we'll get going. And as we've done, in, as we've done in recent years, Emmett and Vanessa are going to be... They have, I, we promise you, they have not seen the answers. Um, I'm sitting at the opposite side of the table to Kennedy here. He can't see them. They will write down their, their answers. And uh, when we do the answers podcast, we'll find out how they got on. I'm all se- all I-, I can see is the back of Kevin's laptop. That's Having it. seen the, sp- the, the questions and, and the answers, the obviously, I'm going to set the spread for Kendi at... I'll give you 14. I'll give you 14 out of 30. Oh, that could be optimistic. Ooh. Actually, I tell you lot, the, the way you, you'll see as the quiz pans out, there's actually 51 marks. So I'll, I'll give you... Oh, bloody hell. You, you'll see why. I'll give you... I'll give you a 25. I'll give you a 25. Ah, uh, you're setting me at just a ridiculous. And I'll actually give Vanessa. I'll start. I'll start you on level playing field. I'll give Vanessa 25 as well. I will. I will see how you uh, perform against just... that. Benny, this is overestimating. As I don't. I'm not keen on this at all. It, not it's not keen. bad. It's, it, it, Adam is a more merciful man than I. Um, but we'll, okay. we'll get going. Okay. Let's and go. I, I suspect you'll be able to rattle off a few quite quickly. So question. Here's our first starter for 10. Question number one. Who shared the apprentice jockey title with Haley Turner back in 2005? Come on, don't pretend you don't know this. That's an easy one. Kennedy's. <laughs> you, you have this, I assume, Vanessa? Yep. Excellent. No Googling. Okay, and no cheating, lads. Come on, cop yourselves on. Okay, we're going to keep going. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're keeping going, we're okay, keeping going. All right, all right, okay. Uh, question number two. At what race course did Cotto Star make his UK debut? Which I thought was a small bit tricky to be in the easy ones. I know ones. that one. I know that. There's a potential pitfall here. I'll say that. I got this one wrong when I, when I was looking at it before the answers. Happy, Vanessa? Mm, not happy but yeah it's fine. one of those ones that lads if you want to cheat you can cheat quite easily in ones like that but cop on yourself. don't cheat have a bit of integrity we're not cheating <laughs> Vanessa isn't googling I'm not googling to, just to clarify Kevin 
There's no iPad. No, no, no. In front no. of me. Yeah, I can't speak for Vanessa, but there's no iPad. In no, front no, of we you. can see her. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at Vanessa and her gin and tonic. She's got nothing except the paper. And I've only got my phone. I'm literally on my phone, and I'm talking yeah. to you. And you have to use that for for Skype. So yeah, okay. that's fine. So here we go. Question number three. Name the sire of the jewel champion hurdler Bouverdeer. Tricky one. It's tricky, lads and ladies. Jesus, I should know that. <laughs> uh, Kennedy's writing something down. I haven't written anything down. Okay, okay, that's that's all right. That's all right. Question number four. A proper easy one. This. Who was the horse that completed Frankie de Tori's Magnificent Seven at Ascot in 1996? Screw you and your Act easy. Stop. That's easy. That that's oh, a, as you'd say that that's a, was an iconic moment in horse racing. It was, but I can't remember that. And he's got it at home, hasn't he? Yeah, he rescued him. He was going to the slaughterhouse and he rescued him. Oh God. Um... Random random sidetrack. <laughs> I was at the horse racing museum at Newmarket uh, the other week, and Frankie the Tories two mini donkeys were there on display. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, they're smashing. I I can't remember. You're, you're, I can't believe I can't you haven't got that much. one, Kennedy. Shame. <laughs> oh that's that's Game of Thrones ring the yeah, bell shame yeah, yeah number five so this is a four part answer and you get one point for every part you get correct oh I like this and th- Kennedy if ever a question was made for you <laughs> uh oh so number five name the four women trainers to have trained oh. the winner of the Grand National <laughs> and Kennedy starts furiously scribbling <laughs> And and one of these has trained more than one, to be fair. So right, the, the sorry. F- go go. Question again, please. Name the four women trainers to have trained the winner of the Grand National, the Aintree Grand National. Okay. Three of these were very recent. Okay, Kennedy has stopped scribbling. He appears to have two. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> Come on. I've got, I've got two. Sorry, sorry. I just need to concentrate. I've got them. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll give you a little bit more time. One one was in... Well, three of them were in the last 10 years, if my mathematics oh, I, is correct. I, I know. It's just... It's not... Uh. The other one The other one was a little bit further back, but I would, I would say it, it may have been longer ago, but there wasn't as many female trainers back then. Uh. I've just got a right wiggle on. Up to three. Oi, oi. Oi. <laughs> okay, if you, I'll, I'll move along here. I'll move along. Okay. To question number six. Bob's Worth won the 2003 Cheltenham Gold Cup having cost £20,000 at the DBS Spring Sales in 2009. But who did Nicky Henderson and High Flyer Bloodstock buy him from? Oh. Come on. Oh, I've got it. There we go. It all makes sense, Kennedy. Come on. This was a big story at the time. Kennedy's head is gone. It's gone at the game. <laughs> His face. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, now... I, 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 are you, he's, he's wrote something down. And Kennedy... No, I've, I've written down question seven. That's what I've Well, here's down. a certainty for you anyway, Kennedy. Number seven. One that I got wrong, funny enough, this one. I, I, you're 20s on to get this. Number seven, who trained this the Brack when he raced on the flat? Uh, 
Happy Ryle? Do you know what? I actually am, and I'm, my confidence has worried me. Nailed yeah. it. I got this one wrong. I got it did wrong. You? I did, yeah. yeah. I'm amazed. Yeah. I'm amazed you got that one wrong. Yeah. But there we go. Yeah, no. Knew that. Uh, you, were, uh, you, were, you were right. 20s on landed. <laughs> okay. Number eight. Where did Sprinter Sacra win his first race over hurdles? Oh. Type of question I'd have no chance with. I just don't remember things like that. I think I know. <laughs> I think I know. I'd be impressed I if you get that now. That's that that's a, a tough addition to the easy ranks, mm. I feel. Yeah. Th- sorry, these are the easy questions. Yeah, these are the easy ones. Yeah, Screw no. you, Adam. Uh, I won't knock Adam's questions, but I will knock his his categorization at times because there's oh. some in the mediums that I might have had in the easies but I, I produced it as he gave it I won't mess with the man's work I'll just criticise it <laughs> yeah th- thanks for doing this work for free Adam but screw you it's too tough okay number nine I, I love this question it, it's, on. one, it's one that could potentially be in the mediums for sure Vanessa this does not bode well for us if Kevin loves it from 1916 to 1918 where was the Grand National held what race course And I'll give a clue. I'll give a clue. That might not be any, probably won't be any help to most, but it's a race course that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> World War oh, One yeah, was on. Like, what are you talking well, that's about, it. man? Like, there were, most of the race courses in the country were closed down during World War One. Downton Abbey. <laughs> that's where they they did it. Okay. I don't have a This is the easy round. Yeah. Are you for real? Delargy wouldn't even yeah. get that. Oh, he, he's a certainty to get. I actually got that. I, what? what? I, gen- I genuinely. How did you get that? I genuinely got that. It, it when you know it, it's something that would stick in your head. We'll, but we'll get back to that in the answer. Kevin podcast. Vanessa does have an obsession with old racecourses. Yeah, I'd recommend the book "A Long Time Gone," whose author I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, we, we digress. That's Number it. ten, the last of the easy questions. And Easy <laughs> questions, my eye. And I wouldn't get this one either. So number ten: How many winners did Gordon Elliott and Willie Mullins have combined at this year's Cheltenham Festival? So that's the 2018 Cheltenham Festival. How many winners combined did Willie Mullins and Gordon Elliott have? Oh God! Oh God! Can can I? Oh God! No, you can't. <laughs> can I just, just? Okay. Can you can you say it again? It's not rocket science, Vanessa. Willie Mullins, Gordon Elliott. How many winners combined did they have at the, at the most recent Shelton Festival? Sorry, I was actually just checking that you meant 2018. Yes, anyway. 2018, yeah. Um, the, the fact that I said 2018 kind of gave that away. <laughs> all right, Captain Smartass in the corner. Just because you're not... I'm under pressure yeah, it, it's, it's so here. Easy, it's so easy to yeah. be smart when it's you're reading the questions. It's all fine here for, uh, for Jeremy Paxman in the corner to be the smartass. Come on, hurry up, come on. Hurry up. Okay. I, I've taken a wild swing at that one, Vanessa. We're moving on to the medium questions. Oh, here we go. And this is why I, 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 this will be borderline easy for me, in my opinion. Number 11, flagship Uberales. Not to be concluded, not, not to be confused with Viking flagship, but flagship Uberales won three Tingle Creeks from 1999 to 2001. But what was unusual about those successes? Flagship Uberales, three Tingle Creeks in a row. What was unusual about those successes? 
Kennedy wrote okay. something. He wrote something. Are you happy, I've Vanessa? Something. Okay. Yeah, I've written something. Very good. It's one of those. If you know, you know. Um, number twelve. Which horse completed the unusual staying handicap treble of the Northumberland Plate, the Ebor, and the Cesarewitch in 2005 before going on to win a Group One the following year? Ask that question again, please. What horse completed the unusual staying handicap treble of the Northumberland Plate, the Ebor, and the Cesarewitch in 2005 before going on to win a Group One the following year? Wonderful horse, this lad. He was. 2005. Um, I cannot remember his name. Ah, stop. Happy, Vanessa? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Oh, Benny, I can see him. I can see him, and I can't think of the name. Anyway, we'll move on to a question you have zero chance of getting, Kennedy. <laughs> ah. And I say this. Uh, I give Ryle approximately zero chance of getting this one as well because this one could easily be in the hard ones this is one that Delargy might get this is number 13 number yeah. 13 name the flat the current flat trainer quite high profile flat trainer I think to give it a small clue who rode the 1988 Grand National favourite Sacred Path who got no further than the first fence I don't know why you've wasted your breath honestly <laughs> I don't know why Delargy would get that now, but Delargy is a unique breed of of quiz <laughs> of quiz guy. Would he, in all seriousness, what did he get on the last quiz? We never tested him. No, we, we never didn't. Tested him. We didn't, and I'm we don't you, he, we he... don't allow him to be part of it. We love Rory, <laughs> but he would embarrass Vanessa and I, so we don't allow him to be. So part just of to it. recap, so just to recap, a current, well-known, prominent Group One winning. Flat trainer, I'll give that another, as another tiny clue, rode the 1988 Grand National favourite, Sacred Path, who incidentally got no further than the first fence. So basically we should just take a pun on a UK or Irish? Well, um, UK as a clue. Hilariously, I, I asked, I, I gave these questions a brief run out on a small group of people there last week. And one of them was Brendan Powell, who happened to be in the room, well-known trainer. And I said, you'll get this. You probably rode in the race. And he actually won this. He won the race. And he said, yeah, I remember well. I Because this horse, uh, that's the subject of the question, fell at the first. He said, yeah, I jumped over him at the first. Wow. He nearly got brought down by him. Wow. Nice guy, <laughs> Brendan Powell. By the way. Oh, legend. Lovely fellow. Legend. All right, come on, move on. 14. Number 14. What was unusual about both championship winning chasers at the 1980 Cheltenham Festival so I'll phrase that Question one again, I'll, I'll phrase that one a small bit differently what was unusual about the winners of the Cheltenham Gold Cup and the Queen Mother Champion Chase at the 1980 Cheltenham Festival it's very unusual now and it will never ever ever happen again and I'd imagine never ever happened before it happened here I don't know I'm taking a okay so we'll move on to 15 who was Tony McCoy's first winner at the Cheltenham Festival and for two bonus points Webby thrown in the bonus points in what year and which race Tony McCoy's first this. winner at the Cheltenham Festival did you just say I've you've got, got I'll I've be, got this. I'll be well, very, of course you have. Be, made a film on, exactly. Made a film <laughs> because on your dad. dad did the autobiography I'll film be, on I'll it. be super impressed if you, got, if you get this, Vanessa. I wouldn't have got this. 
Um, oh, well, I, that's worrying because I think I've got it like first <laughs> up. Okay, Kennedy's Kennedy's wrote something down. I, I I make you about a fifty to one shot, Kennedy. To be honest, <laughs> you've got to make me shorter. I've got the breathing for this. Yeah, I, yeah, you, no, you've nailed that uh, one. I've you've, got, you've got that one. I, I've got you in in shorter for sure. So number sixteen. Name the horse that caused the Grand National's age limit to change from seven to six in the late 1990s. Very well-known horse. Bit of a hero. Say that again. Say that again. Name the horse that was the cause of the grand, of the minimum... A- Sorry, I'll phrase this one differently. Name the horse that caused the Grand National's age limit to change from seven down to six in the late 1990s. I don't have a clue. It's a tough question. <laughs> This isn't fun. This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> oh, I'm taking another plexia. A, this is ridiculous. That's a tough question. Number 17. Doesn't get any easier now, I'm afraid. Before Altior's Supreme Novice Hurdle success in 2016, name Nicky Henderson's previous winner of the race. Uh, sorry, most recent winner of that race prior to Altior and for a bonus point in what year? So basically, before it- before before Altior won a Supreme Novice in 1916, named the last time before that that Nicky Henderson won the race. I'm sorry, in what year? What? You just said 1916. <laughs> did I? Did I? <laughs> 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old boy. I, 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 uh, you know, the Irish had just got home ruled, and I, I thought it'd be good to win this. Oh man. So do I? Do I need to state that question again? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I probably haven't. Um, the horse that won it phrased that before Altior did for Nikki. Yeah, and there was a gap between them. Wasn't yeah, there? A, a long gap, a long gap. So name Nikki Henderson's last winner of the Supreme Novices Hurdle prior to Altior. I sure it was back in nineteen Dicky Do. I don't know. It nearly was, to be fair. I don't have a clue. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, which Derby winner? This is number 18, apologies. Number 18, which Derby winner was beaten 41 lengths on his seasonal reappearance? And this was recent. Which Derby winner was beaten 41 lengths on his seasonal reappearance as a three-year-old? I'll give you a better clue. It's very, it's very recent. In the, in the, in the recent past. If you think about it, I suspect you'll get it. I think it's it seems like a very quirky question, but I've, if you if you I've think thought it, about it, if you I've, think I've about it, I think you'll get it. All right, come on, nineteen. Number nineteen. <laughs> How many pounds of improvement did Huntball find from October two thousand eleven to April two thousand and twelve when winning seven races and placing on two other equ- occasions? And we have allowed a bit of leeway here. If you're within five pound either way, we'll give you the point. Oh, come on. Let, let us be within ten pounds. No, no, either. five pounds. Ten. Five pounds. Seven. That's an awful lot of pounds, Kennedy. So, this he, is... so he's won seven times, and play, uh, including at the Cheltenham Festival, and placed on two other occasions. Yeah, he, he bolted up. This is the horse who famously Paddy Power wanted to paint green yeah. as he ran at Cheltenham, yeah. which would have killed him. The owner subsequently got warned off for some reason or another. <laughs> oh, for many reasons. Um, so there we go. That's the question. Are you happy with that, Vanessa? Going to take a wild guess? 
I've literally just taken a wild it's, guess. It's a big yeah. number, lads. It's think, a big I, number. I think both of us have taken a big swing. That's at that fine. One, That's fine. So number 20, the good times are nearly over, lads. The last of the, the medium questions. <laughs> oh, screw you. <laughs> Who was the last jockey to do the Cheltenham Gold Cup Grand National Double in the same season? And we'll give you a bonus point for the year. Kennedy. Again, please. Who was the last jockey to do the Cheltenham Gold Cup Grand National Double in the same season and we'll give you a bonus point if you name the year small clue it's after the year 2000 so it's in in the last 18 years <laughs> Kennedy who had re- who had gone to his notepad to write down an answer with great enthusiasm has now scratched out his answer after I gave him that clue ah. and is writing something else down with equal enthusiasm to be fair <laughs> we should have a camera for this we should have a camera for this this it, is this very really... funny <laughs> so it's fair to say that the studio is nicely done up isn't it yeah, that's, that's fair to say <laughs> uh, and we've got the same equipment that Joe Rogan has oh, so we should so have, it must be brilliant <laughs> so we should have the well the desk is the very same that they use the microphones are the very same so we should have the cameras in here for oh, this Kennedy the really biggest should. victim of uh, uh, of celebrity endorsements you'll ever see no I, <laughs> I want to buy quality that's what it's all about baby okay so here we go we're on to the hard questions now lads the time for messing is over Vanessa we're in trouble the time for accumulating soft points is gone Vanessa we're in trouble and now we're ready to kick on the Largy's only getting warmed up he's ready to rumble now so question number 21 by the way can I just say to our loyal listeners if you are doing well and uh, I know a lot of people um, a friend of mine was listening to this with his dad on Christmas day last year while his mother was uh, off getting the Christmas dinner ready, and uh, come he, on, and uh, but he himself, his dad, and his sister were taking part in the quiz, genuinely writing the questions down on paper, and then when the answer pod came out, they were all having great crack with each other. So um, if if you are doing well, I applaud you because I can assure you, I'm not doing well. Twenty one, come on, Kevin. Jeez, oh, oh Grandpa Simpson stories. <laughs> yeah we wore an onion on our belt it was the fashion at the time okay so number 21 the first of the hard questions name the only horse to win the champion three-year-old hurdle in france at otoy and in the following year win the champion four-year-old chase say that again name the only horse to win the champion three-year-old hurdle in france at otoy and in the following year win the champion four-year-old chase in france Ooh. Only happened I mean, once, honestly, apparently. I just think we should just go home now. <laughs> I have a question. This horse, for you. this horse went on to be highly successful in in Britain. That there's their clue. Highly successful. Okay, number twenty-two. This is a smasher of a question. I love this oh. question. Oh wait, 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 wait. I'm going to ask the question anyway. Oh, no, no, Smith. <laughs> Come on, will you? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, I think I've got that one. I think I've got 21. <laughs> as, lo- as long as you're happy, Kennedy, that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Number 22. A magnificent question, this. Name the horse who was sent off favourite for an open grade one chase on his chasing debut. 
Name the horse. Who was sent off favor for an open grade one chase. Not a novice chase. An open grade one chase on his chasing debut. This was this century. Well, that narrows it down. Well, it does. What do you think, Vanessa? I'm literally sat here thinking, I can't think back from yesterday, let alone what horse went off favour in an open grade one on Chasing <laughs> it's a, Daisy. It's a fabulous question. I'll give you, I, I wouldn't have got this. I'll give you uh, something of a clue. At the time this horse went chasing, he was considered the next big thing, obviously, given that he went off favourite in an open grade one, but it didn't work out. It did not work out at all. Oh... Oh. I don't want to give. I've no. I won't give any more clues. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, train, train in Britain. That's a clue. I have more question marks <laughs> on this piece of paper in front of me than anybody has ever had in any exam ever. That's I a, just have blank spaces alongside the numbers, Benny. That's a that's a fabulous question. Okay, we'll move on. Number twenty-three. Oh wait. Go on, write it ask, down. Ask that question again. What? That's no. that question again. Open grade no. one chase favorite and chasing debut. Jesus! Imagine having to teach Kennedy in school. No. My God. Bro. How many teachers did you retire in your day? Considering I have dyslexia, you'd uh, <laughs> you'd have done very very well. So you retired a few. Oh, don't blame the dyslexia. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, number twenty-three. Caroline Beasley made history in 1986 by becoming the first woman to do what? Every woman related question Kennedy's like Yeah I got this one <laughs> In what year? 1986 She became the first woman to do what? Question 24 please Kevin Question oh. 24 Which group 3 Has seen the last 9 winners of it Go on to land a group 1 in the same year? Another fabulous question <laughs> Which oh Which group three I'll give you a clue It's taking place in England Has seen the last nine winners of it Go on to land the group one In the same year oh. I think it's fair to say The case for an old upgrade Is, is very, pretty strong Based on that In the UK you're saying This race This group three The subject of the question Takes place in the UK The one I'm thinking of I'm pretty certain Is a group two well, it's not the answer then, is it? Yeah, but I can't remember if it actually <laughs> is a group two. <laughs> Dang it. Benny, have you got that one? No. <laughs> That's a good question. Okay. Would you, Kevin, would you have that? No, absolutely not. I'm, no. I'm would, would, I'm not gonna... would not have come into my mind in a million years, to I'm, be brutally no. honest. I'm going to take a guess. Number 25. At which race course did Sir Tony McCoy break... Sir Gordon Richards record of 269 winners in a season <gasps> in April 2002 bonus point for the horse Ryle you've got a sporting <laughs> chance here I'd say <laughs> oh, McCoy related question your father will be so disappointed if you don't get it right Nick <laughs> Nick Ryle is going to be disgusted if you don't get this right uh, I've taken a total guess I wouldn't have had a dream of guessing that Okay, this is another fabulous question. Who again, the Largy is odds on to be the only person to get it. 
Number 26. Name the horse who had the, who has the misfortunate accolade of falling in the champion hurdle, the Cheltenham Gold Cup and the Grand National. <laughs> we won't give you too much time on that because that's a pretty much impossible question, but a very good one at the same time. I'm not. I'd give Delargy now would be, the, would be the only one to take that forward to and I, and I wouldn't make him odds on to get it, I don't think. Um, number 27. A horse, hang on. A horse hadn't fallen in the champion hurdle for years. This, this is back in dickity do I'd imagine I'm not familiar with this horse wow okay I just need to go home now yeah uh, well I mean we can forget that Vanessa can't we number 27 yeah. before the launch of the champion hurdle in 1927 ah oh, come on which hurdle race was considered the most important of the season in England again we're, we're properly tough now properly tough have a swing and we'll move on. Can I, I, I have can I have the can I have it again, please? Before the launch of the champion hurdle. Where is her criticism of Imagine trying to teach Vanessa? Why am I the one getting that? <laughs> In nineteen twenty really trying to concentrate. So am I. You went off chasing a squirrel around the lawn halfway through the quiz. No, I didn't. <laughs> Vanessa's asked for questions to be read out several times, but you haven't had a pop at her. I'm watching you, Blake. So once more, before the launch of the champion hurdle in 1927, which hurdle race was considered the most important of the season in England? And with that, we'll move on to, without doubt, the easiest question of the hard section. One which I honestly think wouldn't have been a miss in the easy section. Being honest now, 100%. Easy Num- for you to say when the answer's in front you, of you. Know, you'll get this, you'll get this. Number 28, name the Derby runner-up in this century who was a maiden going into the race. You'll get it. You think about it, you'll get it. This century? Yeah. That uh, for me, that's the easiest of the hard questions, and not being a smart ass. Okay, I've, I've, and, I've taken a guess at that. And the next question is, I would consider the second easiest of the hard questions. So you're getting some chances to make up some late gains here, lads. Number twenty-nine, Ven Ottery improved from a mark of eighty to one hundred and forty-nine in the space of two months when trained by Paul Nichols in, to- in early two thousand and four. But what did his owner, Oliver Carter, forget to do when he was confirmed for the champion chase that year? If you'll recall, Oliver Carter insisted on doing his own declarations rather than letting Paul do them. And when he declared him for the champion chase, he forgot to do something. I know that. That's that's very gettable. I'm pretty confident I've got that. I'd be disappointed if you didn't get that. Yeah, I'd be disappointed (laughs) in myself if I didn't get that. I don't have that. If I don't get that right... I'll do the um, the thing from uh, oh, what's that film where Tom Hanks is all about religion? Um, Couldn't tell you. Doesn't matter. You know those famous <laughs> books, Vanessa, about um, exposing. No, I'm just trying to concentrate now. Basically, I'll, I'll go into my bedroom and give myself a good whipping with the air cushion. Oh, a bit, a bit of self-flagellation. Yeah. <laughs> give that right. a, give that a shout out in my my article this week. Um, okay, okay is- which is a fascinating article and read it on atheracist.com <laughs> so number 30 final question this will drive you all bananas oh that's happened already oh this will wait oh this is this is going to be fun 
Since the year 2000, there have been 14 horses beaten at odds on at the Cheltenham Festival. Name as many as you can. You get one point for each. One of them was beaten at odds on twice, but he only counts once. I get stuck in. Come on, start riding. Beating it odds on at Cheltenham. Come on, Kennedy. There's 14 of them. Beaten? Right. Have the question again, please. Since the year 2000, there have been 14 horses beaten at odds on at the Cheltenham Festival. Name as many as you can. God. One of them was beaten twice, but he only counts once for the sake of points. This is a who's who, lads. A who's who. Think about it. Some of your favourite horses are on this list, Kenners. Think last year. There was a very high profile odds on shot beaten. Yeah. Oh, quite literally now. This is a who's who. I'm just scribbling down names at this stage. Oh, there's, there's. Amongst the list, there's horses that have won the champion chase, the stairs hurdle, the gold cup, another champion chase winner, another champion hurdle winner, champion chase winner, champion hurdle winner, Ryanair winner, Arkel winner, supreme novice hurdle winner, mayor's hurdle winner. Serious horses in here. All from the relative recent past. Fourteen of them. And the one that was beaten twice at odds on at the Cheltenham Fest was one of the greatest horses of recent of recent decades. So how many do you have there, Kenners? Not enough. Fourteen points up for grabs here, lads. You can turn it all around here. And what's wonderful about this question is it's not the easiest one to cheat on. Well, we can't cheat because we've got nothing in front of oh, us. Oh, I know, I know. But the, the, the Plus, ho- you're watching us. The horrible scumbag listeners that might be inclined towards... Oh, shame on you. might be inclined towards Shame cheating. on you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if, if you are... Where is it? If, if you cheat... Shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> shame. What is, is that the shame bell? Shame. That, that is a, a... Shame. Poor, poor... Shame. Pound shop version Shame. of the Shane Bell. This is a Waterford <laughs> crystal piece, you idiot. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm really got about I, I'm, six. I'm, oh, I've got one. There's, there's one. one. There's one on this list now that I would be very impressed that people got in particular, because quite literally now, lads, and I'm not being smart. Like nearly all of these horses are household names. In a big way. Um, let's. I'll give a little clue. One, one of the quirkier. I'll give a clue for one of the quirkier ones. Um, this was a horse who, after he was beaten, the the ride attracted much controversy. Um, how far will I take this clue? I don't. Know, I don't want to make it too obvious. Controversial ride, not ridden by what would have been considered one of the big jockeys at the time. Um, beaten favorite in the supreme novice oh, in, the, in the supreme oh, novice's hurdle. That, that's as far as I'll go with my clue. Where's back? Are we going? No, 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 that's it. You've given the clue. That's it. I've got it. I've <laughs> as long as Kennedy one. has it. Yeah. I've got no, that. I just need the oh, I've got another one. I've got another one. I've got oh, another one. Man. Okay, I think we'll wrap it up there. We'll let people continue on in their own time. That is the 30 questions. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Not finished. Not finished by a long shot. You can keep continuing there, but we'll wrap up the podcast and people can people can continue to consider it once the podcast finishes. They're going to have plenty of days to mull over all these questions and maybe listen back to the podcast again. But let, let's set the mark here. I think a lot of people could claw back a lot of points with that final question. So I'm going to set the bar of competence. I'll set it at 25. I think 25 ah, is, is a reasonable off, number. Thing. You think that people... Right. We have very intelligent listeners. Okay? We have fantastic listeners. Do you honestly think that Vanessa and I have got 25 of these right out of 30? If I've got 10 right, I'm delighted. You could, you so could get eight points in, the, in, the very, in one question there at the end. Easily. If I've got 10 points, I will be ecstatic. Oh, Vanessa, what's your line? Yeah. I think I, I, no, I, I could have 10. I'm going to be shocked if I have any more than 15. I'm setting the bar at 25. No, there's <laughs> no chance. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll concede a bit. 20. I'll, I'll stick it at 20. That's ridiculous Fif- as well. 51 points, Kenners. No. 51 no. points. No, 20, no chance. 20 is just a pass grade if we're, if we're back at school. But there we go. We'll wrap it up at that. Do your best with it. Don't cheat. Um, no shame in not getting... Do not cheat. No shame in, in, in not getting a big score. It was a tough quiz. Adam set, set a fair task there. And we'll thank him again. Uh, it's, it takes time to compile these these quizzes um, in, in a thoughtful way. So thanks very much to Adam. He proved himself as, as the quiz master in the last two years. And now he's uh, had the honor of, of setting the questions himself this time around. So thanks yeah, again for that, bow. Adam. Yeah, I tell you what, Adam, fair play. Because setting the questions isn't easy. No, it's it a takes pain an in the awful arse. lot of work. Yeah. And it's incredibly kind and generous of Adam to give his time to contribute to the podcast. And it's another example of the brilliant listeners that we have. We have the most loyal listeners in the podcast world. And that's why the Final Furlong podcast has been the number one podcast in the UK for the last month. And if you're not happy with and the questions... thank you for that. Thank you for that. It tweet, means a tweet lot. Tweet Adam Webb, W-E-B-B. Tweet him directly. And say, saying hashtag blame Adam. <laughs> All right, I, I think I think I've got as many as I possibly can, and um, we're we're gonna we're gonna do an answers quiz, uh, an answers podcast a little bit later on. But um, Vanessa, are you happy? <laughs> I want that last question again. Ah, oh, really? Brilliant. I'm not happy as as standard with this fucking quiz every time i get geared up for it i think yeah do you know what i'm a racing professional i've got this and then by question five i'm a dunce in the corner i've got no idea what's going on yet again yeah i'm the same excellent anyway thanks very much for listening we will we'll get the answers out to you in the coming days and tweet us let us know how you got on and i hope you enjoyed it at final furlong pod at Radio Emmett, at Kevin Blake 2011, and at what's your one again, Vanessa? Uh, v underscore Binny underscore Ryle in capitals, because I'm special. That you are, <laughs> but we'll find out how special you are when Kevin Blake reveals the answers in the next podcast. Don't cheat. The podcast answers will be available in a couple of days, so you've got some time to mull it over, but be true to yourself. Don't go on Wikipedia. Don't go on the At The Races site to try and research it. Be true to yourself. Play the game fairly.
from Kevin Blake. Good luck. From Vanessa Ryle. See you guys later. <laughs> from Adam Webb. Thank you very much, my good man. And from me, Emmett Kennedy, I am off to bang my head against a brick wall <laughs> and take copious amounts of salpidol to try and get myself over this. Happy Christmas, everybody. That's the most important thing. Happy Christmas. Enjoy our Christmas preview podcasts as well. Hope you like them. And thank you very much for listening to the Final Furlong Podcast Christmas Quiz. The Final Furlong Podcast is brought to you in association with AtTheRaces.com, the ultimate resource for racing fans.